Welcome back to another uh, top of the list, The Mandalorian uh, episode review. Uh, my name is RB, that's Dom, and this is our first episode coming to you from the new top of the list studios here from Redwood City, California. Uh, really excited to be uh, going live and in person for uh, the foreseeable future for these episodes. But uh, of course, our subject this week, chapter 15, The Believer. Um, uh, definitely the episode or the penultimate episode of this season, I should say. I'll start with you, Dom. What did you think of this episode? Yeah, I mean, I think this was your cut and dry side mission. You know, generally yeah. we uh, we talk about these Mando episodes as there's like, you know, the ones that drive forward the plot. And then there's the ones that just kind of are side missions, you know, they just don't really drive that much forward. This one did the side mission right, as well as uh, one of the other ones we talked about recently, which was when they returned uh, to the planet with Carl Weathers and Gina Carano, yes. and they investigated the lab. You know, that was a really great side mission. This one, not quite as good as that, but still, I think, did a decent job at moving forward the plot, you know. Um, lots of good character progression in this one for Mando, and we get a returning character in Bill Burr back in this one, and not gonna lie, um, his character is not my favorite in Mando. Uh, I think you and me agreed on this, RV. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that even the, the last time we saw him in last season was like, the worst episode of the season. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, yeah. I think that's what caused us to realize that we, you know, there are these side missions episodes and uh, episodes that really advance the plot. And I think the Bill Burr episode last season was really that quintessential, uh, you know, side mission. It had nothing, nothing to do with yeah. the plot at all. Just sort of more to show how badass Mando is. Yeah, totally. And, you know, they tried to give him a pass in that one and didn't work out. In this episode, they give Bill Burr's character a little yeah. more backstory, which we'll go in depth in a second. But my review score for this one, six and a half out of ten. Okay. I, I think something you and I can both agree on uh, from this season has been that the side missions have been a lot better yeah. than they were last season. Yeah. And I, I like this side mission. Uh, you know, once again with Bill Burr, I feel like he, he doesn't, he's a comedian, you know? I don't think he fits in this universe, don't get me wrong. Right. Uh, I, I think he's a funny comedian, I just don't know that he fits in, uh, in this universe. But that said, I think they did much better, they redeemed his character quite a bit from what we saw in season one, and yeah. I enjoyed this episode. I'm not gonna say it's great, because it definitely was a side mission, but there were definitely some points that pushed forward our plot. I'm gonna give this one a seven and a half out of 10, so just a That's slight good. step below great. It was better than good, not quite great. Yeah, that's cool. And I don't know if you knew this, RV, but Bill Burr's the only character in the Star Wars universe to have a Boston accent. Yeah. Which is yeah. kind of cool, I guess. But, I mean, everyone has an English accent, even from the original that's, Star Wars. That's fair. That's everyone was British, I, right? I mean, um, I don't know why I always blank out a name. The, the actor who voices Darth Vader. Yeah, there you go. he's not. Yeah, he's not really British. Uh, James Earl Jones. Thank you, James yeah. Earl Jones. Man, I've been. I was trying to tell you his name yesterday too, and it just it blanked on me. But thank you, James Earl Jones. Yes, great actor. All right, so. Seven and a half for Ryan, yeah. six and a half for me. Point differential there uh, for the statistician right here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so let's uh, give out our spoiler warning right here. So spoilers, everybody. We're going to talk in-depth plot details, although I think this episode didn't have much to spoil. Yeah. So let's start off our spoilers with what for me was a big point of contention. I want to know your opinion on this, and I want to give my opinion as well. Mm -hmm. Boba Fett paints his armor in this one. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, 
And I think our fans at home felt the same way when we saw Boba Fett finally in the armor last week, uh, last week's episode in the tragedy. Uh, it looked really cool, yeah. all beat up, you know. But that said, I'm not opposed to him painting the armor. Does it look as cool? No, but... You know, I mean, obviously, his armor's been missing for a while. He just got it back because before that, uh, the gunslinger or the what, what, the marshal, right, mm -hmm. had it before. So, you know, obviously, it hasn't been his for a while. So, obviously, it would make sense for him to give it a new touch-up. So, I don't mind it. Yes, I preferred, uh, I preferred his armor all beat up. I think he looked really cool in it. Yeah. But that said, I have no problems with it. Here's, here's my thing. I think it looks amazing. I like the matte paint and everything, and okay. it looks super clean, but it makes them look like those Mandalorians we saw at the beginning of season one when yes. we get to see the cove, and it makes them look more like that, which is kind of like, it doesn't make it as unique, and you can feel the history with all the scratches and dents absolutely. and everything in it. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I agree, too. I think, like I said, you know, it looks cool, but you're absolutely right. It's not a Boba Fett uh, suit anymore, because it's a new, you know, painted to look like a new Mandalorian costume. Yeah, but, you know, Tamara Morrison, guy that plays Boba Fett, and, you know, the clone troopers, Jango Fett, all of this, everything that was a clone was him, mm -hmm. and he still does a great job in this episode, you know, he plays Boba Fett really deadpan, really serious, but I like that he's super intense like that, oh, yeah. I think it's really cool, and there's even a little bit of a comedic moment they try to go, I don't know if you really noticed that, but, um, Bill Burr says, oh, like this guy, and then Boba Fett just kind of gives him that glare, and I was like, okay, that's oh. kind of cool. Okay, see, I thought we were going to talk about um, the point where he goes, you know, they're they're getting ready to storm the compound, and they say, oh, he should go, and he goes, I think they'll recognize my face. That's a good I love that line. That was fantastic. Yeah, that yeah. was a great line, because he's a clone. He's a clone, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is, he clone. Well, it was his father, His right? father yeah. was the but, template, yeah. But he's he's not actually Jango's son. He's, he's a clone of Jango. He's a clone of yeah. Jango, yeah. Okay. It's the same person. So let's talk about what actually happens in yeah. this episode. Uh, they get Bill Burr's character and, you know, just to move forward with the plot, they need to find out where Moff Gideon is. You know, it's something that feels like has to happen, even though I necessarily didn't really need to see it, but it kind of has to happen to move forward our story. Um, I don't know. I, I think that there was a few missteps in this one with as far as things that were done, like Mando removing his helmet later in the episode. I feel like that really didn't need to happen. They could have thought of a smarter way to go around that. Well, I think this episode, and the point of this episode is it, everything is, in, and Bill, Bill Burr does a great job making this point when he says, look, you were born on Mandalore, I was born on Alderaan, we just see things different ways. Yeah. And that was the point of this episode was it's all how you see it. Bill Burr is, you know, all we see has him when we hear that he's former Republic, right? Is that Empire, actually. Empire, I'm, I'm sorry. No yeah, former Empire is that he's evil, you know? But later on throughout this episode, we find out that, yes, he was Empire, but, you know, he was really just following orders, and it really, you know, stung him what he saw when he was serving in the Empire. Just like, you know, we've got that great scene where who are the heroes in this episode who rescue, rescue Mando and Bill Burr's character? It's stormtroopers coming to save the day when the pirates are attacked. So it's all how you see it. I mean, even with the, the pirates, what I say, yeah, they don't care, you know, if you're... Uh, if you're Empire, if you're if you're New Republic, they just care. They you know you're rolling through their land, you know. Yeah. So and that I think that was definitely the key of this episode was to show you know there aren't really good and bad guys in war. You know, on the bottom line, everyone ends up kind of miserable in war. Yeah, and I think that's you know I, I do like that aspect yeah. of this episode a lot. I think well said there. Now, one thing that has to do with you know Mando taking off, I'm fine with him putting on a disguise at the beginning of the episode. I think that's great. 
Because as he says in the season finale last season, no living thing has ever seen my face. So as long as he covers his face, I think that's cool. You know, that he's following his creed. But when he removes his helmet to put in the little pen thing, the code right, pen, yeah. um, and, and he he's just kind of gives up on his beliefs there, Bill Burr comes by not two minutes later and shows his face to the guy that he was saying, oh, that's the reason why I can't do this. And it felt like they kind of missed a spot there. Right. So I was thinking about that point all day because okay. um, I know we had discussed that. Yeah. My, my thought was he, he makes up to Mando the excuse that he doesn't want to see him because he's his CEO. But in the end, we just see that, you know, his true hatred in the heart of this guy. I think he's scared that he's going to go in and, you know, fly up the handle and shoot him, which we eventually do see that he does. So I don't think he's actually hiding his face because he thinks the guy's going to recognize him i think he just didn't want to go in there because he thinks as soon as this guy you know says something he's gonna fly out the handle and you know pull out his gun which he did eventually when they're you know toasting to the empire yeah and you yeah. can see it in you know uh what's his name pedro pascal yeah because you can see it in his face you know for the first you know not for the first time for one of the few times we actually see his face mm -hmm. he kind of looks at him and he's like like don't shoot him when they're sitting at the table mm -hmm. having a drink yeah and um this kind of brings me to my main point that I wanted to make because I don't know if you've read up on this or not, Ryan, but there's a lot of rumors around that Pedro Pascal was really upset this season because he didn't get to show his face on camera that much. And it, to him, he thought that they were saying, like the people, I'm, when I say they, I'm talking about people behind the scenes, like, uh, you know, Favreau and um, Dave Filoni, the guys in charge of the show, that they were never going to let him show his face, right. which is, you know, I could see kind of both sides of this argument here and there, but if this was, you know, him saying, I need to have an episode where I show my face. I mean, this episode for me slowed down the pace a little bit. Yeah, it was, it was a little unnecessary, but I think it did also, you know, you have Bill Burr in an episode. I think it did also bring out the comedic factor, which, you know, I think with Bill Barr, you, you want, you had it a little bit. The last episode he was into, he's got some quirky lines and that whole thing. Oh, we call him brown eyes. You know, he lost pressure in one of, you know, I thought, I thought that was well done and a little, you know, quibby. But I think where we disagree and where my point extra for this is, I think Bill Barr or Bill Burr, uh, redeemed himself in this episode. I don't think you feel the same way. I really like his character development in this episode, and I really couldn't stand him in season one. Yeah, I think, like I said, he had a couple good jokes, but, you know, it, I, to me, it's like, they weren't like, ha, 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 like, really funny. It was just like, Flat moments, or like you know, slightly awkward moments. So that's kind of where it's left for me. Well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, with the exception of you know, like I said, the whole brown eyes. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would say that I didn't like him for his comedy. I thought he took on a really nice, serious role in this episode. And that's what I like yeah. is I like the backstory where he talked about um, was Operation Tinder yeah. um, and the massacre that we kind of assume is happening. I think that maybe it was mentioned in. Uh, I think I read online after we watched it today. Oh, okay. It was in Star Wars Battlefront 2 that uh, the story mode in that one mentions Operation Tinder, and that's where they got it from. It was a reference to that. So um, that was a cool little reference that they had. Yeah. Um, but then again, um, yeah, I think that was you know a strong part of his character to see he had this trauma in the past. That was actually a really good strong point, I think, yeah. and, which might is why I'm kind of considering giving it a seven instead of a six and a half, but because there's only one thing that maybe they didn't say specifically that has to do with Mando's progression, that if that is the, if this is the case, then I'd give it a seven. If Mando from meeting Bo-Katan earlier in the season right. is starting to change his beliefs because he realizes that cult that he's part of 
isn't actually the true Mandalore, and then he finds his calling and joins Bo-Katan in season three, then I'd say, okay, this is I the think, beginning of that. I think I was thinking about that. Even before we actually see him take off his, his helmet, we just see him, you know, switch into the Stormtrooper uniform. I think that's what I was thinking, too, was, like, maybe he is transitioning and realizing that he's not the only offshoot of Mandalorians, and he, you know, he's, faith, you know, faithful to Mandalore, not just to his offshoot cult. Uh, so that's what I was I was thinking too. But they, you're right. I think they missed an opportunity to bring that up if that's the way they're going to go. Yeah, like you should have said something to Cara Dune or Bill Burr. Even to Bill Burr, that. when they had that great, you know, we talked about exposition. I think there were some great lines, you know, before the pirate show up when they're driving the tank. Uh, yeah. That I think they missed that opportunity. You're right. Yeah, they should have said something. They're like, oh, you know, I, I recently met some Mandalorians that removed their helmet. You know, he should have said, I'm struggling with this, like to Bill Burr. Because, you know, Bill Burr is supposed to be one of his old friends. They explain right, that in the yeah. older episodes. Mm -hmm. So maybe he should have opened up to him a little bit. Whereas Mando just seems to kind of, like, hate him in this episode. Like, yeah. he's talking, Bill Burr's trying to talk to Mando while they're in the thing. And he's just, like, deadpans and silent. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, like. Yeah, no, that, that said, I do want to jump back. I think that also was a, a weak point that wasn't really touched on. And, you know, in the previously of this episode, we saw you know, Mando basically capturing Bill Burr, and he's the reason that he's in prison right now. I thought there would be some bad blood between Bill Burr and Mando, and there wasn't. They just kind of, I thought Bill Burr was going to try and kill him a couple of times, and, you know, I, I was yeah. interested to see I that. I thought Bill Burr would be more like, you know, he would try to pull yeah. something on him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was waiting for that shoe to fall, and it never did. And I was thinking maybe when he pulled out his gun, he was going to try and shoot Mando. But he did, you know, and he has an awesome gunslinger, you know, old school Western quick draw scene in that, in whatever, the, the officer's cafeteria or whatever they called it, um, you know, while they're drinking. I thought that was a cool scene for him. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but really cool scene. yeah, like I said, I was waiting for the other shoe to fall on Bill Burr and it, it didn't. But, you know, he gets redeemed at the end, which I'm, I'm all for. And I, like I said, I think he has some really great um, observation lines about the way of the world because, you know, it truly is now in, you know, this time post Return of the Jedi, but before um, the First Order has risen. It's really just the wild, wild west at this point, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, you know, the, the guy that's the Imperial officer even mentions that, you know, the Republic is in disarray. We're going to come back. The remnants of the Empire yeah, are going to come the, back. People, the people want order. The people want order, which was kind of a cool line. Um, but now I kind of want to, you know, finish this off here. My favorite, my cool, the coolest scene in this episode, mm -hmm. let me know if you agree, is the escape onto Slave One, and then Boba Fett releasing the giant yes. bombs. Yes. Just that we haven't seen since episode two, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, what'd you think of that? That was no, pretty awesome. So awesome, so awesome. I mean, I, you, you and I talked about this when Slave One first made an appearance last week. Uh, I was so excited. Slave One is my favorite ship in Star Wars. Like, you know, everyone loves X-Wings, don't get me wrong, you know. And even, even you, know, you know, TIE Fighters are cool. Those are quintessential. But Slave One, to me, is the most unique, like, coolest ship in all of Star Wars. So I got so excited when it was on. And just another awesome thing that we see with Slave One in uh, Attack of the Clones, which is my favorite prequel. I know I get a lot of beef about that from you. <laughs> Maybe some, from some of you, the fans uh, at home, you know. Uh, you don't like sand. I don't, or I do like... Uh, Attack of the Clones, but either way, um, you know, I, I was so excited they brought that back. You know, just another awesome thing about, you know, the whole Jango Fett, Boba Fett, Slave One, so many awesome things they can call upon, you know, whether it's, you know, the rocket from the back, which we've seen a bunch now, you know, seen twice this season. Now that was just another thing, that cool, whatever, sonic grenade or whatever you want to yeah. call it. 
Yeah, and how about um, we actually get to see the inside yes, of Slave so One? Oh my God! I've always time, that, yeah. spinning, I've like, always wondered that. Yeah, how how the you know you enter one way and then it flies like on its side and we saw it like on an own on its own axis. Yeah, everyone everyone sitting against the cockpit. That was really cool. Super cool. Yeah. yeah, and I think we should talk about you know I obviously at the end of this episode Bill Burr is let go. Um, you know they say oh. You know, he died in this explosion, and they let him free, which I think was okay, you know, and maybe setting up another appearance in a separate series. Um, Don't want to go in depth now, but we we know they're going into make more Star Wars series on Disney+. Plus. We're having a separate episode all about that. We're going to upload that in the next day or so. Um, So we'll get back to that on a, a later point. But final scene of this episode, Mando repeating back Moff Gideon's yes. own words right to his face. Yes, such How a cool scene, that? such a chilling scene, because we remember Moff Gideon saying this. That, that was at the, in the finale of season one, correct? Mm-hmm. So we get it right back there, um, and you know it's just setting up an awesome, awesome battle. Like I said, we don't know who else is going to make an appearance, but we know Boba Fett's going to be there. We know uh, Ming-Na Wen's character is going to be there. Yep. We know Mando's going to be there. You know, Maybe we get Ahsoka Tano. We'll see. Maybe we get... Um, Bo-Katan, you know, Cara Dune will be there as well. We're going to have this awesome face-off between um, between Moff Gideon and his dark troopers and this awesome band, you know, that we've gotten together of Mando and his buddies to go rescue Grogu. And I, I, I couldn't be more excited for the season finale coming up next week. Yeah, me too. And we'll be coming back to you guys with another review next week of the finale. Um, going away back to our parents' homes for Christmas. So we'll be back on Zoom, but we did want to get this one out in our new studio as our first episode in the studio. And like we said, we're going to have another episode coming to talk about all the new Disney Plus shows that were announced. Yeah, I mean, we may have to split that up into two episodes because we've got a whole bunch of Star Wars... uh... Star Wars episode or Star Wars shows coming out, a whole bunch of MCU shows, and then of course a lot more coming out with Disney. You know, Disney Plus seeming to be one of the new major platforms that Disney's going to go. You know, maybe no more theaters, no more movie theaters. Just watch from the comfort of your home. You know, crazy what the world has come to right now with the pandemic. But you know, with safety in mind, you know, I'm all for it. Yeah, and you know, just to give you guys another headline on what our new reviews coming out for soon over Christmas, and uh, not just Christmas, but the holidays is. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, coming to HBO Max. I gave Ryan my HBO Max uh, subscription so we could both check that out separately and then give our reviews over Zoom, as well as on Disney Plus, Soul, the new Pixar movie from the director and writer of Inside Out, which was one of my favorite oh, yeah. Pixar I think I think that was both of our highest rated uh, Disney Pixar film when we yeah. did our Pixar series. Yeah, totally. So, so that'll be exciting, as well as Disney Plus, a new series that we may give a look at uh, called Safety. Um, but I'm really excited for it. If, if you don't want to watch along with me, uh, I may drop that on my own. But that just yeah. came out as well, a great series. True story about football player at Clemson who has to uh, take, you know, become a foster parent of his younger brother while he's playing Division One college football. All a true story. So we may be dropping a review on that too. Season one just came out. Yeah, and uh, one last review we're watching right now, just to keep it, you know, generalized. We've got HBO Max, we've got Disney+, and we have a Netflix original RB finally got around to finishing up a series of unfortunate events. He's only got a couple more episodes left in the last season. I've already seen everything, but I've been watching the last season again with him. And uh, we're going to drop our series review of that, um, give a score for each season, one, two, and three, and then talk about what we thought about the series finale. So that's all coming on the horizon. Um, Until next week, we'll catch you with another Mandalorian episode review, and you guys have a great week.